Now let's take it back in time with This Week in History. Oh man, we have a lot of good stuff to talk about today. Like with the studios, with film, with television, just mm, a lot of good stuff. A lot of significant stuff. Yeah, Some biggies that I wasn't aware of for this week, so that's pretty good. Seriously, seriously. But your hosts for this segment are myself, J-Lo Fantastic, and the one and only Mouth. What up? Oh man, well let's get started with the first thing. You want to kickstart it, Mouth? Absolutely. 1967, uh, May 6th. Uh, now, just to clarify, I was not born yet. Not born yet. No, no, no. no. As everybody <laughs> knows, they like to pick on me in this segment. But yeah, you right. know, you know. It's okay. Not born yet. The last broadcast on CBS of I Love Lucy. Mm, yeah. Man, that one was iconic, to yeah, be honest. Huge. <laughs> I mean, in. Yeah, and I think went through several different incarnations. Also, yeah, like it came back as the Lucy Show. And yeah, like I mean, there were several different, but everybody I think knows the yeah. stand. I love Lucy. Yeah. That's like the biggie. So. Yeah, that was one that my mom always talked about watching when she was a kid. I mean, it's classic. Some of the, the some of the most funny scenes i have ever seen on television to this day yeah the one where she's stomping the grapes and trying to make <laughs> yeah. the wine i've seen that one. Uh, yeah. the chocolate factory where they're eating the candy because it's going down the conveyor belt yeah too fast. i mean the, there's so many and there was one if you're a geek comic book geek you know and i am a great one where uh george reeves superman guest starred oh wow yeah as superman oh, and she was yeah oh it was brilliant brilliant episode that's great epic stuff, hell great yeah stuff. hell yeah well this next one i'm very excited about i know i know <laughs> May May 6th, 2004, Friends, the series finale aired with 52.5 million viewers. That is crazy. That is crazy, 52. man. 52.5 million viewers. I'm average, you're, you're averaging what? Between 15, yeah, 10, 10 like and 15 yeah. million viewers, you know, on a, on a hit show yeah. now. But 52.5. Man, people love Ooh. that show. People still love that show. I mean, I'm one of them, as everyone knows. But, like, I mean, you ran into somebody random, and you can start talking about Netflix taking friends off, and they're like, oh, what the hell? I do. I, I, like, you know, I liken friends to this generation's mash mm-hmm. mash is still that show for, yeah. for my generation or cheers and, or cheers yeah yeah where where you'll watch it every time you see it on exactly. it's an endless repeats and exactly. you know it's beloved by so many people that exactly. you can bring it up in a conversation and i mean everybody knows that theme song we have to clap every time it's stuck in your head it's like all, all the time. time all the time because <laughs> you and Lil kim listen to it I all mean, the time but you know um I think Mash, though, if I'm not mistaken, and you know any listeners out there, just shoot us something if I'm wrong. But I think Mash is still the most watched oh, really? finale in television mm, history. Yeah, we're gonna have to look that one up. Yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty sure. Um, but I, you know, like I said, I could be wrong. Yeah. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what? Which one's coming up though? Which and one? We'll have this one, and I guess in a future week in history. But uh, uh, Big Bang Theory mm. is coming up in a couple of weeks. I mm. bet that one's watched. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that we'll one. See. I can't wait to see that one. That's probably the closest one. The only reason I bring that up because fifty two point five million viewers. Yeah, I feel like Big Bang. <laughs> yeah, that it could, could that pull could in a lot because it's man, it's got a lot of freaking. It really fans, does. So. And you know, people want to know what happens with Sheldon. Absolutely. Okay, and you brought it up. So, cheers, cheers. May seventh, nineteen eighty seven, was Shelley Long mm. slash Diane Chambers' last episode on Cheers. Mm. She remember was uh, replaced by Kirstie Alley. Yeah, I. I liked Shelley Long. I, I wasn't too. a huge fan of Kirstie Alley, yeah. and I didn't like the change. Yeah. I, I, 
she grew on me. Yeah, but I, I, I still think it, I, I it liked, wasn't. Yeah, I yeah. agree. <laughs> I like Diane's character better. Yeah, I, I just did. Yeah, agreed. Now this next one, I gotta say, this was my first ever Bruce Willis film I ever watched. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> May seventh, nineteen ninety seven, The Fifth Element was released, and uh, that girl that's in that, uh, what's her name? Blanken, uh, Blanken. Yeah. <laughs> that girl, like. Yeah, that was the first time I've ever seen her in anything, too. It's, so, yeah, I mean... It's one of those interesting ones that it's kind of a cult classic. It is a cult classic, I'll give you that. Like, uh, it was different from what he normally does. Exactly. I think that's why it was so, I mean, I don't know, I wasn't a fan. No, but, really? No, yeah, no. <laughs> like, I wasn't. Like I said, it was just different <laughs> from what, I mean, I, you normally see him in. Huge diehard fan, huge moonlighting fan. Yeah. I guess I had just very stereotypical right. Bruce Willis. Yeah. And this one was kind of out there. It was before, out of his genre, yeah. yeah. It, I mean, before 12 Monkeys and like, yeah, you know, that's true. I mean, so. Yeah. It was an experiment, man. It was. I liked 12 Monkeys. Yeah, I mean, yeah there you go. So, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, I'll do this one. Because I'm, I'm like, I've been around since the creation of MTV. You know, you know. In 2017, May 7th, 2017, MTV became the first major award show to mm. adopt general neutral categories. Mm. I like this. I do too. I like this. Yeah. Because I feel like, you know, either best performer or best, you know, music video. It doesn't have to be best music video by a female right. or by a man. I, I like that. I, yeah. I, I think... I, Agreed. It gives everybody a fair chance in the same running. So. Right. I mean, I, do you think ever we're going to see a point where we get to where the Oscars do just best performance? Uh, Honestly, no, because there's just so many. There's so many people and so many people I feel like would not get the credit they deserved. Do you think we'll ever see a point where the Oscars lean like SAG does mm -hmm. and honor a group performance or an ensemble? Mm. I could see that. Maybe they would try. They could see that in a compromise type of deal. Yeah, because so. I, I feel like sometimes there, there, there are films where... They win Best Picture, but not all of the actors got right. the nomination. Right. And I feel like you could fix that by doing a Best Ensemble. Yeah, agreed. Because, I mean, how do you get Best Picture? Agreed. And then, in some cases, Best Actor and Best Actress, but not Best Supporting, or yeah. vice versa. I mean, I just feel like, maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, times are changing. You know that. <laughs> um, but this next one, man, I know oof, we, we love studying the industry, and this one is a huge historical mile marker. May 8th, 1912, the film and TV production and distribution studio Paramount Pictures was founded. Man, I, I honestly, I, I did not realize it was 1912. I, I mean, yeah, it's been around for a while. It has been around, and still, yeah, still, I mean, still one of the big a, boys. In fact, it's the first studio we saw when we made our first yeah, trip to LA. it's true. It's the first one that we, we stopped at, the first one we saw. Yeah, um, got some epic pictures there. Oh, yeah, without doubt. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> 1912. I know. For, for when you think about ones that have come and gone, yeah, you know, because there has been yeah. a lot that have come and gone. I mean, but, RKO and like, yeah, a whole bunch. Yeah, MGM is basically just, yeah. like, you know, it's not a studio anymore. Yeah. It's like they produce stuff, but not a, not a studio yeah. anymore. 
Um, yeah, yeah. I, it, that's it's fascinating to me. Same right. logo, same gate. Yeah, and it really is surrounded by just like city. Yeah, that's the weird thing. Like, exactly. yeah, a lot of people think these lots <laughs> sit out like in these giant no. open areas or something, but not Paramount. No. It's like literally right in the middle of city. You're like, just like, oh shit! On your right, you have <laughs> yeah. like, okay, there's yeah. the iconic Paramount gate. You wouldn't Hell even yeah. see it. I mean, it's surrounded by buildings. It's Hell so yeah. weird. Oh man, and these next two. These next two, I'm surprised that they came out the same week weekend because they're huge films in their own rights. But this was a huge box office weekend. Back in 1958, on May 8th and May 9th, Dracula, starring Christopher Lee, was released on May 8th. And Alfred Hitchcock's film Vertigo, starring Jimmy Stewart and Kim Novak, was released on May 9th. Yeah, huge fan of uh, Vertigo. Yeah. Huge fan of Alfred Hitchcock. Anybody who listens to this show knows that. Of course. That. So weird, though, like that they were released on separate days. Yeah. Like, you know, you just, you don't see that very often no. nowadays. It's like, this is the release date. It's like, you know? no, we're competing against each other. But yeah, it is yeah, weird. Yeah, back-to-back days. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Uh, but know. honestly, back then, were movies released on Fridays, or were they just released randomly? I think they just had random releases, yeah. honestly. I don't think there was like, this is the set because yeah. They, I mean, back then, they didn't have 30 movies trying to compete for a True. weekend. Yeah. You know? I mean, exactly. now they're pumping them out. Yeah. You have to pick release dates. Uh, yeah. And like, I mean... You might have one every once in a while, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So, and May 9th, apparently a popular day to release films. Yeah, it 1980, is. 1980, when I was just a wee kid. A wee lad. Uh, Friday the 13th, the original Friday the Oof. 13th premieres. Yeah. Yes. That, I mean, that one kind of changed the horror genre. That It turned... I feel like the slasher film really became became the slasher genre with Friday the 13th and Jason. The 80s were the the, the prime era of the slasher horror film. Yeah, seriously. It was... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was a good time for horror films. It was a I great mean, time. You know, and I think they've tried to recreate the slasher film numerous times with not much success. In my yeah. opinion. In my opinion. Yeah. I don't think, you know. Honestly, I feel like nowadays horror films are really just want to fuck with your mind they want it to be more psychological than actual like jump out scares yeah. which i like the jump out I scares i like the jump scares yeah. i like that i want to be scared that's why i exactly. want to see a horror film exactly if i, if I want to be like make me think I'll, I'll go see a psychological thriller exactly it's not it's different to me yeah. i mean I feel, you're right i feel like so many horror films now are really psychological thrillers as opposed to scare the shit out of you. Yeah, because there's nothing like that. Like, they compared... Are they said Nun and Hereditary were some of the scariest movies of the year? And I, eh, nah. No, I mean, I don't really, think so. what? I think, really, honestly, the only jump out of your seat moment in Hereditary, and not for me because it didn't make me jump, but uh, is when the the head is smacked off by the <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. a bunch of people like, oh, but it like, wasn't shit. like a scary jump. It was like, oh shit, jump. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, I, I want to be scared. Will somebody please make a horror movie that scares the shit out of me? I, exactly. I, I, I want one. Exactly. Oh man, but yes, this one. I know you and friends and golden girls. I know. Man, it's just like if you will find those on the Hell list yeah, anywhere bro. it is. You know, man. you know. Uh, thank you for being a friend. It's season, our series finale, May 9th, nineteen ninety two. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were getting up there, so it's understandable. <laughs> And the, I believe the only one around left is Betty White. I think that's right. I yeah. think they're all dead. Yeah. yeah. So, Betty White, come be my friend, please. <laughs> <laughs> Which is odd, because Betty White was not the youngest. Really? No. In fact, the oldest, the one who portrayed the oldest, 
was the youngest. R- like the tall? I no, forget. Dor- Dorothy's mom. Really? Was the youngest out really? of all of them in wow. real life. Yeah. Yep. That's crazy. The, the old one, the yeah. mom, the grandma. The there. grandma, she, yeah. She was... She wow. was the youngest in real life. Mind blown. Yeah, they made her up to make her look old to be Dorothy's mom. That's crazy. That's super crazy. Ro- oh, in this one. Ugh. Yeah. May 10th, 1973, the legendary Bruce Lee collapsed, rushed to the hospital where doctors diagnosed him with cerebral edema. Mm. And we all know that that was it. Yeah. Oh, man, I mean, just this guy. Yeah. He's really changed the landscape of karate and the industry around karate. Yeah, and I mean, so inspiring just for so many people in life. Yeah. Like his approach in life about how he dealt with things and the way he went after things. And I mean, he just, I don't know, never accepted anything but success for what he wanted, you know? Exactly. It's truly inspiring. And scary. I mean, for you guys who don't know, and maybe this will pop up in another uh, week in history, but you know... scary circumstances about his son dying yeah that was really weird it just seems like a curse on the family yeah yeah seriously i'm really um but i am excited about his character and once upon a time in hollywood that dude nails yeah seriously nails him the voice yeah everything man yeah i'm real excited about that i can't wait to see that it's gonna be so good gonna be so good now this this last yeah this last one i know man yeah. <laughs> uh, I was around. Yeah, you know <laughs> for, you were. You know you were. Uh, Laverne and Shirley, May 10th, 1983. Uh, the last episode of Laverne and Shirley aired. Man. Um, yeah. I, look, I loved Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I mean, if you were a kid back in the late 70s, early 80s, that you were there. Like, Tuesday nights, it was Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, uh, Three's Company. Like, like uh, you were there. And for a moment... Joni loves Chachi. Right. But for a moment. For a moment. It, but but yeah, dude, that was like your Tuesday night. If you weren't there watching it, you know. And Laverna Shirley was huge. Spin off of uh, you know, Happy Days. Yeah. yeah. It was huge. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, Laverne no longer with us, obviously. Mm. Yeah. But um, yeah, just Great it's crazy television, man. I know this was a good week in history because there was a lot of great, a television lot of great television. Yeah, that's I mean, what, yeah. classics. Agreed, you know? agreed, man. I I love it because we get to learn so much about this. Well, and you know what? I yeah, it just makes me think because all of these shows that we brought up today mm-hmm. all had long runs. Yeah, you don't see it anymore. No. Yeah, I mean, I feel like now if you get a year, you're lucky because like I mean, if you're honestly, not- there's only a handful that make it to maybe the fifth or sixth season. Yeah. I, I feel like if you're not a huge hit right out of the gate after season one, you, yeah. you're, you're lucky if you get season two, and then you probably can't. And I'm just going to be honest about it. And if you're kind of liked on Netflix, you should be worried too because, I mean, you can tell unless that. Unless you're Stranger Things. Yeah, unless you're Stranger <laughs> Things. That's like the only one I feel like that is completely safe on yeah. Netflix. Yeah, I, yeah, because they're, they're canceling popular shows yeah. left and right. Like, yeah. Which I, Netflix got a plan, I think, but I, I don't. We don't know, know what it is. Yeah, I, that's that's the blind faith that we have in Netflix right there. Because it's true. I like, yeah, I full force whatever you got planned. I'm behind you, Ted and Reed, right behind you. Absolutely, but I, I mean, yeah, just oh, man, what a great week in history. I know what a great week in history. Love it. it. Great job, because like you said, the films, television. Yeah, it's just. It's so good. I, I don't know. I love doing this segment because it makes me long for like older days. Right. I'm an old school guy. Yeah. I just I miss the classics. Yeah. Like Hitchcock. And Hell like, yeah. You know, I just yeah. Old studios. Yeah. Like, well, you know, we're gonna be able to give a little taste of that in uh, this little 
web series that you and I are developing. We are. Yeah. It's going to be, yeah, yeah. We're, it's our take on, think uh, Last Tycoon meets, what, 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 what's, that, what's that, like uh, Silicon Valley? Yeah. You know, yeah. So, sort of sort of like that. It's it's, it's our last, last Tycoon take. meets Silicon Valley meets Entourage yeah. meets, yeah. Yeah. It's basically, you know, Last Tycoon was that throwdown of the, the old studio era, Golden Age, being phased out for right. what, you know, what was eventually to become, you know. What it became, and so it's kind of our take on that, where the the studio system in the '80s is being phased out for what we have now. Mm-hmm. You know, film converting to digital and and everything going to a platform that's streaming as opposed to release. And so, yeah, we're gonna have a little fun with that. It's yeah, really I'm I'm pretty excited about that. You guys stay tuned for that. That's gonna be on our YouTube channel. So yeah, hell yeah. yeah. And make sure to follow us everywhere on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram, all those good places at Crazy Ant Media. Make sure to go to our website, crazyantmedia.com, where we have some fantastic-looking bios. Make sure to read through those. And make sure to head over to the merchandise page and look at our shirts designed by myself and Tavia Marinovich. Yeah, those, get you a Crazy Ant t-shirt. Yeah, they're, they're sharp. They I'm not even going to lie. I mean, they're good-looking. I would buy seven just to wear one every day. <laughs> and I need a hat. I need some mugs. Don't worry, guys. Numerous merchandise coming soon we're working out all the logistics that's right looking into it you know all the good shit and make sure to like and subscribe to this podcast anywhere you get your podcast at inside the crazy ant farm and make sure to follow us both individually myself at jlo fantastic all over social media and at crazy ant guy 1970 everywhere on social media yes that is right that is right and you know who is definitely gonna go down in history once it's all said and done with when she has our t-shirt when she has our (laughs) t-shirt oprah